Hello, and welcome to the Independent Oxford podcast in collaboration with Oxford City Council. Discover the stories behind Oxford's businesses and famous landmarks from those who live and work here. In this episode, we talk to Ori Hallop, owner of The Missing Bean. The guys at The Missing Bean love everything about coffee from sourcing the best coffee beans from sustainable farms around the world, to roasting and making awesome coffee from their roastery on Morgan Road and their cafe on Tull Street in Oxford. I am Ori Hallop. I've been in Oxford for the last 11 or 12 years. Prior to that, I studied film in Australia. So we started The Missing Bean in 2009, and that was kind of the big boom for the third wave of coffee in the UK. Uh, so we were living in Australia at the time uh, and moved over to the UK and it just seemed really, at the time, there was no good coffee in Oxford, impossible to find a decent coffee. And it just seemed a real gap there and something, you know, even if it was just for us to drink a decent cup of coffee, we thought might as well be open a coffee shop. And slowly things have progressed and the coffee scene in Oxford now is booming there are several amazing places to get coffee, all very different, all very lively. Um, I'd like to think we had a bit of a bit of a part in that. Yeah, absolutely. It, it really was the beginning of the more kind of artisan coffee scene in Oxford, wasn't it? And is it is it a Swedish type of or Scandinavian style of coffee making? Is that is that right? There's kind of uh, yeah, you could, it depends who you ask. Um, I think we've kind of changed more as we went. When we started, it's a bit more antipodian, uh, so okay. they're like slightly not darker roast in the old sense, but kind of more of a rich, full-bodied coffee. Whereas a Scandi style is super, super light, more based on filter coffees, um, more African. Uh, yeah, slightly different. Uh, slightly under roasted, different flavours, but very similar culture. Brilliant. So, so obviously 2020 has been a crazy year for everybody. How has The Missing Bean adapted during during the pandemic and especially during the lockdowns? I mean, it's been a massive roller coaster. Um, I still remember that day when they announced the lockdown. We thought, you know, like a lot of other small businesses, we thought we were going to go under. Uh, and it's actually, it's made us work for it. It's made us change and adapt. And luckily enough, we had an, an online shop presence and we just decided to do free deliveries in Oxford within the first lockdown. And we're amazed by the amount of support and people couldn't go out and get their coffee in coffee shops. So we just worked constantly just packing, roasting uh, and sending around Oxford. So we're doing deliveries ourselves. Uh, everyone was pretty much furloughed apart from three of us and we were just there it was actually quite fun yeah and yeah and our our um our roastery is based on modern road which is very very residential so our shop on Charles Street was affected massively obviously it was closed and even when it's reopened the city center has really suffered I think more than anything whereas we were lucky enough to have the residential presence and that's been amazing just been super busy takeaways I guess everyone working from home and it just gives you that something I mean I, I know I would do it I do it and my friends do I come and meet them here just that 20 minutes coming out of the house to get a coffee meet a friend for a little chat and go back to your desk uh, so that's been great so being part of a community has been kind of really important to you guys completely so so important and everyone around whether it's 
people that work from home or other small businesses. It's just the support for each other has been very, very positive. So have you seen a big increase in coffee beans, people brewing at home? Ah, enormous, enormous, enormous. I mean, we couldn't, we couldn't keep up with everything. Uh, so many more people, I think, are drinking coffee at home. And I think the other difference is all of a sudden they can see the importance of it. So spending a little bit of money on home brewing equipment has gone up through the roof. Okay. And what about beans? You get um, you get direct trade beans from all over the world. What are your what are your kind of top top sellers? Uh, so I would say out of the top sellers, uh, the Peru is probably the most popular coffee. The Peru and the Colombia, and they're both direct trade. They're both coffees that we've been working with the farmer for a very, very long time. We've been to visit them. We have a really close relationship. Uh, very different coffees. The Peru is kind of more for the traditional, traditional crowd, I'd say. Uh, and then we have a lot of the kind of funkier, lighter coffees that suit the the more adventurous, the younger crowd, I guess, if you want to call it. Okay. Uh, so there's a, something for everyone. We don't like to, we, we like to have a broad range of what we have rather than have a style of coffee that we just say, this is how we do it. And that should suit everyone. Yeah, great. And in terms of when you're creating your your blends, what are you what are you looking for when you're creating like the missing bean house blend or your Christmas your Christmas special edition roasts? So what we look for in the range generally is have something for everyone. So if you look at coffee, it has very very wide flavor profiles, but there are kind of attributes that we look for. So we'd always want something that is super chocolatey, one coffee, one coffee that's very, very kind of fruity and tropical, one that's fruity but more citrusy, one that's very nutty, one that's kind of slightly darker roast and rich and roasty and caramelly, uh, and one that would be kind of super light and acidic and floral and that kind of stuff. So we just try and keep that range going throughout the thing. When we go for a Christmas coffee, uh, I guess it's something about the story as well. So we'd always look for a direct trade coffee and look for something that would kind of suit everyone and be slightly richer, something that would go go well after a meal, would go well in the mornings, something that's a bit more of an all-rounder. Okay. And then in terms of your your plans for, for Christmas and beyond, obviously we're talking on the day that uh, the Pfizer vaccine has been approved. So we've had some some really, really good news today. What are, you, what are your hopes for the cafe and the roastery into next year? I think we just like to keep on going like we are. Um, we'd love to reopen the doors in the roastery again. So have people actually being able to come in. Uh, yeah, just grow, mm-hmm. source more coffees. I'd love to go and visit the farms again. That would be amazing. We've actually been super lucky that we're still here and still going. So I think, just think positive. Yeah, that's that's great to hear. Thanks, Ori. Pleasure. Thanks, Rosie. This podcast forms part of a collaborative project between Independent Oxford and Oxford City Council to support the city's independent businesses this year.